Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. When the automobile industry was young, every new car carried a standard set of tools and every driver expected to get out and get under at any moment. Nowadays, we expect and often get almost perfect performance from our gas buggies. But the need for keeping our cars in tip-top mechanical shape has increased with the years. Today, we travel faster over roads jammed with traffic. In an emergency, good headlights, controls, or brakes can easily mean the difference between life and death. The National Safety Council says, See, steer, and stop safely. Check your car to check accidents. Remember, it's always better to tell it to a mechanic than to a jury. And repair bills are always cheaper before an accident. Know in advance. Don't take a chance. Make those repairs today. It's simple common sense to remember that the better you treat your car, the better it will treat you. Safety in driving isn't the other fellow's responsibility, it's yours. A surprise formal dinner party is to be given tonight in the Ritz Vista Hotel for Dr. George Gamble in appreciation of his work at the baby clinic. The hostess is the wealthy Mrs. J. Manville Whitney. But the people who have the job of getting the doctor over there without his suspecting anything are Fibber McGee and Molly. Oh, no, McGee, no. That idea will never work. What's the matter with it? Sounds like a good idea to me. Look, dearie, in the first place, Queen Elizabeth isn't registered at the Ritz Vista Hotel. Ah, he won't check. All right, let's say he didn't check it. Let's assume he did believe the call came from Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. And let's say he even believed that the Queen's Irish Wolfhound did have laryngitis. Yeah. And let's even say he agreed to come over to the hotel and spray the animal's throat. So? Do you actually believe that our Dr. Gamble, the one who graduated from medical school with high honors, has six college degrees and an IQ of 157, would go out on this unusual case wearing his tuxedo and white gloves because someone said the dog has a pedigree and refuses to be approached by a commoner? Too far-fetched, huh? Yes. Gee whiz, every time I get an idea, you say it's no good. That's the third one you didn't like. I'm sorry, but some of your ideas... Okay, okay. I'll admit that sneaking over to his apartment and rigging a bucket of mud over his door and pulling the string when he comes home tonight and stealing all his clothes except his tuxedo while he's taking a shower and yelling, Nyah, nyah, I did it, fatso, and then having him chase me all the way over to the Ritz Vista isn't very dignified. To say the least. What's wrong with method number two? You calling him on the phone and making a blind date with him. I told you he'd recognize my voice. You know I don't sound like Marilyn Monroe. Not in the least. Okay. Then don't say you are Marilyn Monroe. Use a different name. Call yourself a... What's a romantic name? How about Liberace? Yeah. See what I mean? Here I go to all this trouble to think up these sterling ideas, and in 30 seconds you get them all tarnished. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Hey, I got a better idea. Tell him you're an old sweetheart, somebody he hasn't seen since college. Then tell him you're dying to see him, 
and ask him to meet you, just like I wrote out on this piece of paper for you. Oh. Come on, the least you can do is try it. See how it sounds. All right, let me have the paper. Okay. I'll run through it for you, and you'll see. No matter what I say, it'll it'll still sound like me. No, it won't. Not if you give it that oomph. You know, that Mae West touch. You know that, why don't you come up and see me sometime, bud? <laughs> Go ahead. I'll pretend like I'm Doc. Try it, try it. <laughs> okay, but you'll see. Hello, Dr. Gamble speaking. Who is this? Hello, baby. This is an old girlfriend of yours. Haven't seen you since our college days, but I'm just crazy about you, doll. How about putting on your tux and meeting me at the Ritz Vista tonight, handsome? How about it, hmm? Molly, did that come out of you? You mean it sounded all right? <laughs> From now on, remind me to lock the doors and windows at night, and in the daytime, too. Oh, you're just saying that. Did I really sound exciting? I felt ridiculous. Doc, I'll never know your voice in a million years. This'll do the trick. I'll get him for it. <laughs> it's such a dirty trick, Mitty. It's his surprise party. We're doing him a favor. Here, it's ringing. I'll take the phone. I'll give it to him good now. Well, I... All yours. Hello, baby. This is an old girlfriend of yours. Put it on. Haven't seen you since our college days, but I'm just crazy about you, doll. How about putting on your tux and meeting me at the Ritz Vista, handsome? How about it? Hmm? What? Who? Oh, no, don't hang up. Wait. Hello? 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 Oh, heavenly days. What's the matter? Whose number did you dial? That sounded like Mr. Wimple. Wimple? My gosh. In the excitement, I dialed him instead of Doc. Good heavens. I'd better call him right back and explain. Yeah, I might save him a trip to the hotel for nothing. The hospital, you mean? His wife was on the extension. What? Hello, operator. Operator, get me Wallace Wimple. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Oh, it's dependable, see, so dependable, A, as dependable as can be. That's why every year more people buy RCA Victor than any other TV for dependability. And now here's headline news. The makers of America's most popular television, RCA Victor, have just introduced a brand new line of television sets. They're far and away the best-looking, best-performing TV models since television was invented, with all kinds of exclusive new features. But best of all, the prices are the lowest ever for RCA Victor television. See the new line at your dealer. And remember... Uh, it's dependable, C. so dependable, A, as dependable as can be. That's why every year more people buy RCA Victor than any other TV for dependability. Remember the world's best names for quality, RCA and RCA Victor. time is it, Molly? You see the clock? 7.35. Plenty of time. We don't have to have him there till 9. Yeah, know? but what if this idea of yours don't work? It'll work. Do you have your plumbing tools ready? Yeah, they're under the sink. Now, you're just supposed to pretend that you're fixing the pipes. Mm. And don't pretend too hard because I don't have time to mop the floor. Don't you worry. I'll just bang on the pipes a few times. Hey, look out the window. You were right. There's Doc getting out of his car now. Sure. And he's wearing his tux. Oh, boy, you're a genius, Molly. Oh, it's nothing that any red-blooded American girl couldn't have thought up of. Quick, now, run in the kitchen and get your coveralls on. I'll bring him in there when you're ready. Well, I'll get my tools and crawl under the sink and be all ready. Coming! 
Oh, I hope everything goes all right. If the doctor catches on after all this trouble. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Come right in. Hiya, Molly. Where is he? Out in the kitchen, doctor. Fixing the sink. Oh, I hear him. <laughs> My, don't you look pretty. Well, thanks. Doesn't suspect a thing, huh? Oh, no, he doesn't. I, uh, I do hope we can get him there all right, uh, to the party, the surprise party. Uh, his surprise party, you know? Sure. The one Aunt Sarah's giving, for McGee, uh, to surprise <laughs> McGee. Relax, stop being so nervous. Well, I... will get him there for his big surprise, all right? He won't suspect a thing. I'm going to tell him I'm chief speaker at a medical convention banquet tonight, and I want you and him to be my guest. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> if he seems reluctant, I'll tell him that we want him to entertain, to tell us some jokes. Come on. That'll have him out from under that sink and into his tux before... Oh, McGee. Oh, I come from Alabama with my pipe wrench on my elbow, and I come... Oh, hello, doctor. Molly, something you two wanted to speak to me about? I'm busy, but I... Quick, Molly, help me tie this tie. We only got 15 minutes to get to the Ritz Vista. Well, stand still. Quit jittering. Hey, McGee, you two almost ready up there? Ready in a minute, Doctor. Boy, imagine him falling for this. (laughs) (laughs) And Sarah throwing me a party. (laughs) That skin-fisted old tight flint wouldn't throw me a life preserver. Now, listen, that's enough about Aunt Sarah. Come on, put your dinner jacket on. How do I look? Beautiful, beautiful. You'll be the belle of the ball. Oh, it's certainly going to be exciting going to one of Mrs. Whitney's parties. They say her parties are fabulous. Yeah, and I can't wait to see the look on old Doc's puss when we walk into that sump room to his medical convention (laughs) (laughs) that he thinks is a surprise party for me. Yeah. And he sees that big sign across that dining room that says, Happy 10th anniversary to Dr. Gamble from the Whitney Baby Clinic. (laughs) He'll fall out on the floor. Hey, Molly. Coming, Dockey. We're coming. Come on, kids. Hurry, the convention starts in a few minutes. Oh, it's just five to nine, Doctor. Good. I told you you wouldn't be suspicious, Molly. Uh, Oh, no, fine. Go right on into the lobby. Thank you, Doctor, thank you. I told you you wouldn't be suspicious, Molly. Working out perfectly. Now, you wait here. I'll pick up a couple of cigars, McGee. Good. Boy, oh, boy, this is perfect, Molly. Right on time. And he didn't eat any dinner, either. He don't suspect a thing. Thinks he's surprising me. Boy, this is the greatest... Come on, kids. Right down this way to the sump room. You lead the way, Dr. Gamble. Yeah, well... Excuse me, sir. Did you say Dr. Gamble? Yes, I'm Dr. Gamble, boy. What is it? I have a call here for you. An emergency call, doctor. Okay, I'll take it. Hand me the phone, son. Here. Buy yourself a yacht. Oh, thank you, doctor. (laughs) Dear, dear, I hope... Hello. Dr. Gamble speaking. And there's Mrs. Whitney looking out of the sump room. Oh, yes, Fred. Oh, she is, huh? All right, all right, all right. Don't get panicky. This isn't the first baby to arrive early. Oh, no. Just get her things packed, Fred, and get her over there. I'll meet you at the hospital in ten minutes. Yeah. Now, take it easy. Goodbye. Look, McGee, I'm sorry. I can't make it to your surprise party, but... Great Scott, I let the cat out of the bag, didn't I? Darn the... Yeah, but... I'm sorry, Molly. That was awfully stupid of oh, me. Oh, no. No, Doc, it ain't. You see, Doc... Well, congratulations anyway. Call me a taxi boy. Uh, no, yes, sir. But, Doctor, you can't leave now. Uh, you see? Yeah. Hey, wait. Uh, Doc, Doc, uh, just a minute. Look, the party is first. I hate to miss it, but this happens every time. Uh, your taxi is ready, Doctor. Thank you, son. Well, at least we got him here on time, huh, Molly? Give my regards to your Aunt Sarah. No. Come on, kids. 
Have fun. Heavenly day. Oh, this is ridiculous. Fibber and Molly will be right back. Another Sunday just around the corner. And wherever you intend to be, relaxing at home, out for a spin in the family buggy, or getting broiled at the beach, let NBC Radio come along with you. You'll like the Sunday listening lineup we know. There are programs to keep you informed pleasantly and easily, like Collector's Item, Chicago Roundtable, American Forum of the Air, Meet the Press, and a new one called simply Conversation. There's music with features like the Golden Hour and the NBC Concert Orchestra. There's drama with the patriotic series Inheritance. And then there's a program that defies description. There's nothing else quite like it. It's called Sunday with Garraway. And it stars Mr. Dave Garraway in a two-hour session of music, news, interviews, and Garraway-type humor. If you're familiar with Sunday with Garraway, you know what we mean. If you haven't heard it yet, try it and see. Stay with NBC every Sunday. Oh, my, that was some party. <laughs> Did you see Mrs. Whitney dancing the rumba? She was shaking the building. Yeah. <laughs> I was having a cigar with her brother when she started shaking, and I turned to him and I says, your sister must be pretty nosy. And he says, nosy? And I says, yeah, look at her. Did you ever see such a busy body? <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? Busy body? The rumba? Busy body? It's a <laughs> play. funny, McGee. <laughs> he didn't think so either. Took his cigar out of my hand and stomped on it. Hmm. Good night. Good night, all. NBC has presented the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the bellboy and Arthur Q. Bryan as Doc Gamble. This is John Wald wishing you all a safe and happy weekend until we meet again next Monday with Fibber McGee and Molly. Get behind the headlines to the heart of the news tonight on the NBC radio network.